eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. For, for the very first time during the 2023-2024 New York Mets offseason, we've got some moves to talk about. The Mets had a very active Wednesday evening on November 29th. They finally did something. And there was going to come a point where we as Met fans were going to lose our mind because I know we need to be patient. I know long, I know the MLB offseason is a very long, drawn-out offseason. But when you start to see other teams make moves, you start to get jealous. And where it hit me on Wednesday was when I saw all the Dylan Cease rumors and you never saw the Mets connected to him. And I started to say, I want a pitcher. I want a pitcher. We know the Mets are desperate for starting pitching. We know that should be the focus of this offseason. So get me somebody. And they finally gave us somebody. Very soon after we signed off the air on the afternoon program, I saw a little text in the Mets text chat I'm in that said, the New York Mets have signed Luis Severino. And for those that are loyal podcast listeners to the Rico, they know that's my guy. That's one of my targets. When I was putting together my plan for the offseason, he was one of the names. When we were talking about adding starting pitchers in the middle of the season, that was one of my names. And let's go back to last year before Severino had that abysmal 2023. That was a name I brought up last year because I thought, and I was wrong, I admit, that Luis Severino was going to have a huge contract here for the Yankees. 
in 2023. I thought this was going to be the year now, a few years removed from Tommy John. He pitched well in 2022, but missed time to injury. This is going to be the breakout. And then I thought the Mets were going to sign Severino, but as the almost 30-year-old ace kind of addition. I was wrong about that because obviously Luis Severino had an abysmal 2023. He missed time due to injuries. He comes back after missing the first month. He has that horrendous run of horrible starts where he became unpitchable. Like I admit, there were times where Luis Severino could not get the baseball every five days, but the Yankees continued to give him the baseball every five days. Then he showed a pulse, and this is forgotten about, but he showed a little bit of a pulse in his final few starts before he had the lat strain that closed it, or not, not the lat strain, the oblique strain that closed down his season over the final month. So he had a bad year. So my pivot went from, we're going to have to give Luis Severino $100 million, and that's going to be my big free agent move to, hey, Luis Severino fits that high reward, low risk section of free agency. And that was the first move they made, a one-year, $13 million contract. We all know he was bad last year, so the jokes will be made. How could you give this guy $13 million when he had a 614? I think it was higher than that. 655. Wait a second. Higher than that. 665 ERA. But here's why it doesn't matter, if we're being fair about this discussion. Every pitcher is going to get paid. It's about years, not about money. And they gave him a one-year contract. And I remember when we began this offseason, I said the Mets need to add three starting pitchers. And I still believe that. And I categorized them very specifically. I said I want my potential ace, and that's clearly Yamamoto, who the Mets are still going hard after. More on him later. I want a reliable innings eater which I envision Kyle Gibson being that guy, but Kyle's already off the board. He signed with St. Louis. We know how mediocre he is, but I wanted the kind of the reliability of innings. And then the third bucket was my most intriguing bucket. And that was the guy who in a perfect world could turn out to be a star, but in an odd perfect world may make seven starts (laughs) and we barely see him. And I admit that. That is the risk of a Luis Severino. That's the risk of the third bucket. That third bucket was high reward, low risk. Understand you may get nothing out of them. Understand that's a possibility. Like, there are going to be a lot of Yankee fans that are going to talk trash to us over the next few days and mock and say, oh, Luis Severino, he sucks. As if we don't watch the Yankees. We watch the Yankees. We pay attention to the Yankees. At least a lot of us do. Like, no one's going to argue that Luis Severino was brilliant in 2023. He wasn't. But sometimes I'd rather sign the guy off the bad year than the great year. Because I'm going to give you an example. And yes, if you want to use this back at Yankee fans when they trash talk you, you're more than welcome. I'll give you a guy who's about a year older than Luis Severino. I'll give you a guy that, in my opinion, His best seasons were not as good as Luis Severino's best seasons. But the difference is timing is everything. And if your best season comes upon becoming a free agent, you're going to get paid. But you may have the same track record of not being healthy. It's just time-wise may have worked out differently for you. And you know who that person I'm referring to is? Carlos Radon. That's who I'm referring to. Carlos Radon's best season which was a great year, and I could put Luis Severino's best season up against him, happened to occur in a free agent year. 
And that's great for Carlos. Because of that, he got a mega contract from the Yankees. And if he didn't get it from the Yankees, he was going to get it from somewhere else. Luis Severino is a little backwards because his best seasons were years ago. And he also hasn't pitched a lot. I mean, really the biggest knock on Luis Severino is not he hasn't pitched well. That's only last year. That's the only time you can use that argument. Over about a seven-start stretch last year, Luis Severino was terrible. There's no denying that. But over the course of his major league career, he's been good when he pitches. That's the concern. That's the caveat. And yes, I go into this move eyes wide open. Is it possible Luis Severino makes 12 starts next year? Absolutely. That is a risk. And that's why he can't be the only guy you add. That's why he's not the centerpiece of my offseason. But I like that component. I like the component of the guy who in 2017 and in 2018, which feels like a long time ago, and in a lot of ways it is, was a dominant pitcher. I like the guy who even in 2022, when he made his starts, not a lot of them, but when he made his starts, was damn good. I like that. And I like the risk reward on this contract. And that's why I've been very consistent about this, whether this works or doesn't work, or you want to agree with me or disagree with me, obviously fair game. But the one thing you better give me credit for is being damn consistent. Because when it comes to Luis Severino and my pursuit of him, and thinking he'd be a good fit for the New York Mets, this goes back to last year. And I'm glad they got this deal done. And when I saw it was done, I was very excited. Pete, did you share that reaction? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, obviously, I'm I'm happy for you. Congratulations on getting that deal done. Uh, clearly, Stearns and Cohen are, are Rico Bronya listeners. I mean, that's obvious. But here, okay. Let me just back it up a little bit because a lot of people – see me uh, first of all my my twitter is very sarcastic i know a lot of people think i'm serious and they get a lot of hate for that so i apologize okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I do have a little seriousness, though, factor here. Severino is a fine fifth starter. I'm not going to sit here and complain. I do get flashbacks of Dylan Patances. That's not ideal. But listen, it is what it is. I understand where you're coming from. What we've seen from him in, in previous years, when he's at his best, he's an ace. So if we can find any ounce of that, whether it's 12 starts, whether it's five starts, it would be amazing. My, my problem is there were so many rumors today going around flying about who's in on Yamamoto, who's in on all these other pe- people, and the Mets finally make a move, and it's for a fifth starter and we haven't heard anything else, that scares me. Well, so the way an offseason works, and I, and I know this freaks us all out, is it doesn't go in any particular order. You know, I think sometimes, like I'll use the NBA free agency as a great example. In NBA free agency, all the stars sign, right? So all the superstars sign, 
And then the following few weeks, the second tier guys sign. And the NFL is very similar. Like right away, the stars are off the board. And so it goes in order based on talent in a lot of ways, generally. And baseball is not like that. So sometimes when you make one of your smaller moves at the beginning, it can be construed as, really, that's it? No, no, it's a big picture move. The Mets need to add three starters. I think we've agreed on that when we've talked about what they need to add. And I think we were on the same page of, yeah, they're not going to be three of the same level guys necessarily. Like you're already starting this offseason with Kodai and Quintana in this rotation. We both agree we don't really want there to be a competition for the fifth spot in the rotation or sixth spot in the rotation. Sixth spot, I guess I'd be more open to a competition, but okay. We don't want there to be a competition for a fifth spot in the rotation. So go out and add three legitimate veterans. They're all not going to be on the same level. Like the Mets were never going to add Yamamoto, Nola, and Snell. It wasn't going to be those three guys. So the order of it can sometimes be, that's it? No, no, it's not, that's it. And trust me, if that's it, I'll join you in being mad. But that's not it. That's one piece. So we need to get off of the order of it and stop freaking out and realize there's a big puzzle that's being created here. If Luis Severino fits the bucket of high risk, or I'm sorry, low risk, high reward, he's the perfect guy for that. I think he is. Like, if you looked at the guys that kind of fit that, the guys who haven't been great the last few years, not getting the Redon contract, they're going to get a one-year make-good deal. Another guy who I would put there is Jack Flaherty. If I gave you the choice between Jack Flaherty and Luis Severino, would you not choose Luis Severino? Because I know I would. No, I'd choose Severino 10 out of 10 every time. So don't freak out about, well, that's it. Because no one's suggesting that's it. This is the first move. And that's the way you got to view it instead of Luis Severino, he sucks. No, no, no. It's you got to sign three guys. And I believe the Mets are going to sign three guys. Who those three guys are going to be, we're about to find out. I'm good with the first one. Obviously, there are more questions that need to be answered. The only issue is, and it's not a big issue, because, again, we're talking about a fifth starter here. We're not saying, oh, my God, this is the ace of staff. We're not pulling like a, hey, Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander coming in for a year. This is going to be the guy we rely upon. No, I understand he's the fifth starter. But now you're already saying that we're bringing somebody with a huge question around him. Can he stay healthy the entire season? So you're going to have to, like, I think I heard St. Louis is still in the mar- on the market for more starting pitching. Don't yeah. they have a five-man rotation ready? Like Severino comes with that caveat as well. You still need a backup fifth starter. Well, no, no, you you need more arms. Absolutely. But let's take a deep breath. All Met fans need to do this. And I understand if there are those out there that are not as bullish on Luis Severino, that's fine. Maybe you think this is like a guy who will never come close to repeating what he did in 17 and 18. And maybe he doesn't. That's certainly on the table. But you got to look at every piece one step at a time. Like the Mets made another move on Wednesday in which they signed Joey Wendell. Now, I know the way Met fans and some baseball fans react. You start sarcastically attacking Joey Wendell. Joey Wendell, he's st- it's one move. Like it's it's November of a long offseason. The Mets went into these moves with 28 guys on their 40-man roster. Like, they're going to sign utility players. I don't think anybody views Joey Wendell as the opening day third baseman. I wouldn't. 
I think we mentioned Wendell too briefly when we talked about third base options. And I think we mentioned him for like 30 seconds. You have to go back into the archives of Rico Brillian. It's only a few weeks ago, so it's not that long ago. And we talked about how, hey, offensively, last two years, he's kind of gone south. He had that good year with Tampa Bay in 21. Versatile guy, he could play anywhere. But my point is, before we get into actually talking about Joey Wendell, is that move in some quarters will be met with sarcasm and that's your big move? No one's suggesting that's your big move. No, no one's suggesting that. Does, does anybody really think that's it? Like, okay, they signed Joey Wendell and Luis Severino and the offseason's over? No one actually thinks that. So there's a lot of pieces that are being put into place. And yeah, I admit, sometimes, and this is the challenge, I guess, of reacting to everything that happens, though I love doing it, there's a big picture. You know, I love the Severino signing today because I assume there's going to be three more. If I'm wrong and the Mets had no one else, then we'll view the Severino signing very differently. If all of a sudden Carlos Mendoza is like, yeah, Joey Wendell's our everyday third baseman, we'll view the Joey Wendell signing very differently. So sometimes it's tough in the midst of an offseason to react to things because you don't know what the bigger picture is. So I'm assuming, and I think I'm assuming right, that the bigger picture is these are two smaller moves and there are still bigger moves to be made. No, I, I agree with that. And again, like again, the, the, the sarcasm that I do throw out there, it's just more of like, I understand how to build a house. You have to, you know, you do the core first, like, right. You, you, you can't just put the roof on and expect, right. okay, there you go. But I don't really want to, the, the building the bench first and the moving up from there, it's kind of, there's so many bigger fish to fry. I get it. And well, here's the other thing too. Again, yeah, like, yeah. and back back to the fact is, and and this is something that we're going to get into. The lack of rumors with the Mets connected to anybody of significance, it scares me. It's either good, it's a good thing or a bad thing. I have two. I have two ways to look at it. And that's, we'll get to it, I promise. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 